Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm Ben, and this week I'm here with Lucy. I'm back. Hey, hey. how are you feeling this week, Lucy? Much better. Good. It's cold as 99% God, so. That <laughs> <laughs> 1% lingering yeah. around, ready to strike at any moment. Oh, God, yeah, it could come back at any time, so it's like, gotta wrap up, stay indoors. That's it. It's the winter now. It is. <laughs> or at least <laughs> late autumn already. Uh, yeah. It's when the leaves start dropping. It's like, oh no. <laughs> uh, and then when it, yeah, it's raining and the leaves are all on the floor and nobody cleared them out of the way and it's a hazard and you're just <laughs> going to slip on them and. <sighs> This is what getting old is about. You just think no. everything's trying to kill me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's because it actually is. Yeah. Um, so, to celebrate the darker, the cold, the wet nights, I'm going to be drinking a very large stout. Um, you're not drinking this week, Lucy? No, I have no beers. I'm ill-prepared. Well, so I am only having the one this week. But it is a bit of a big boy. This is mm. something, something dark side, which is an imperial salted caramel chocolate stout at eleven percent, and is by Heist Brew Company and Emperor's Brewery. And it has a little bit of flavour text, which because it's like a Star Warsy beer. Yeah, and it is actually called something, something dark. It is. So yeah. I had to think for a second. He's just. Does he not know? And um, yeah, and obviously Emperor's <laughs> Brewery is a little, little Palpatine. Yeah. Obviously not too Palpatine. Um, or is it probably getting in trouble? So um, the flavour text is like the Star Wars scroll. So you can see how tiny the first bit oh, of writing right, yeah. is. Yeah. So. A not-so-long-time-ago in a brewery far, far away in an attempt to eliminate the Mashtun and FV forces, the Emperor rolled out the ultimate weapon, the 400 Kilo. It was this attack that led to the success of Something Something Darkside. Doesn't really tell you much, a little bit about how they brewed it, but not very much at all. Um, doesn't give me much in the way of um, ingredients. Barley, oats, hops, yeast, water, caramel, <coughs> syrup, caramel syrup, or caramel and then syrup, don't know, cacao nibs, salt, and it's 11%. That's, you know what, this is the perfect day and weather for that kind of beer. I know, exactly, <laughs> it's exactly. Like the right day. <laughs> <laughs> it's been sat on my shelf for yeah. weeks, just waiting. You've aged it. I know, yeah. well, slightly. Yeah, by, but maybe maybe about six weeks aged. Uh, it does have a best before date on, which was for next year at some time. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, 1st of July 2020, which is interesting, because a lot of people stick stuff on the bottom, whereas these guys have just got it underneath their, their percentage in the, um, in the small text. So, I shall get this poured. Lucy. Wonderful, yes. What are you drinking water out of tonight? Uh, just a... 
Well, I guess this is what people put protein in the maxi muscle cups. Yeah. Uh, is it as good as, as good yeah. as the measuring jug? Ooh, that's a tough one. You're open topped as well with it. So, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hmm. That's the tricky one. <laughs> that is a tricky one because you get quite a. How many mils is this? This is 700 mil? Yeah. Takes up less space, so it's just hanging on the edge of my desk at the moment. So, yeah, I think they both have their purposes, they both have their uses. Nice. Yeah, I like this vamping whilst you pour the beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's poured the head, was. I mean, it, it stuck around nicely. It was a little bit larger when I when I poured it. It's obviously super deep in in, in colour. It's got a little hint of sort of brown to it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not sort of you know jet black. It has got that sort of you know, whether you can get it from the from the edges and just in the lighter, but maybe not. But just a little hint of brown to it. Obviously, the head is is a nice sort of brown as well. Mm -hmm. Didn't get a huge flavour when I, um, or a huge nose when I cracked the can. Okay. And I've got a, sort of even here, sort of just at, um, just about, you know, half a foot away. I'm not getting very much, but okay. as soon as you stick your nose in, yeah. it's all chocolate. Just, yeah. just tons and tons of chocolate. Mm. Doesn't give anything else away at all. You know, it doesn't give away mm. the percentage, doesn't give away the, what else was it, salted caramel. It's just a lot of chocolate coming straight off there. Yeah. It's definitely stout season. Getting in the mood for that again there. Having those heavy, chocolatey, comforting beers. Mm. Mm. So this is quite an odd profile to it. Okay. As soon as you sup it, it's got a little bit of body to it, slight viscosity to it. But that salt, that salted caramel... Mm. kicks in sort of straight away and the first flavor you get is that salt oh, gets really? a little bit gets a little bit sort of gets a little bit uh more caramelly you know almost edging on kind of like toffee kind of flavors a little bit sort of more burnt as well mm. um a little bit roasted and then the chocolate starts to come back in and gives you i think it's cacao nib so it gives you a little bit of bitterness as well mm. yeah. kicking through on the back not getting the 11% yet at all. We only had two sips yeah. so far, I suppose. <laughs> It'll hit you eventually, don't worry. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's very easy to drink. You can already yeah. see. It's so oh, easy gosh, to yeah. knock back. Mm -hmm. But it's it's interesting that it's that salt that hits you first, which is really odd because it, it makes mm. it quite a bland sort of first impression. Sort mm -hmm. of just salt. And then it leads into everything. And I assume they're trying to use the salt to open your taste buds up a little bit okay, to yeah. um, to then give a bit more presence to those flavours and make them probably a little bit more pronounced kind of as you drink through it. But it's really, it's so, it's very, I thought it would be a little bit more heavy than it is, you know, up at 11%. Yeah. It's quite light for an 11% yeah. stat, which is really sort of, really good it's nice that they've been able to keep that sort of that medium kind of body mm -hmm. to it um a little not not syrupy but just a yeah. slight sort of viscosity so almost kind of as you might feel about um a, a beer that's using sort of like oil like hop oils or something in there it's just yeah. got that little bit of that kick to the body to it as well yeah oh it's a 
tough one. I mean, usually we like a heavily bodied stouts. We don't like them mm. when they're too light and thin. Sometimes it can be too viscous, but sometimes... What was the name of that bit? I think it was the bearded lady from uh, Magic Rock. Yeah. That was a heavy number. It's like, yeah, this has got a you know, thick body to it, but everything else just balanced as well and it was just, mm. yeah that, you want that kind of heavy hitting kind of beer but yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. it's nice when it's like oh like i think like some of the lovics i had like a couple of years ago where it's mm. like this is quite th not thin but it's light and it's easy drinking and it's easy to drink like 10 of these and <laughs> you're screwed yes i think like, what we what we found with um was it it wasn't the um the, not the last, not this year's Bristol Beer Festival, the year before mm. when almost everyone had some kind of um, double strength stout or an imperial stout or something. Yeah. Like, we were getting a lot of thicker kind of beers and I don't know whether people have just started brewing them slightly differently or mixing mm -hmm. things slightly differently. We, uh, you know, it, it has, things have started to lighten quite a lot and yeah maybe it's um a product of also having like a summer stout as well or at least releasing your stouts in sort of spring through summer that you want something that's a little lighter you're not quite in the depths of winter and having to sort of huddle under your blanket sipping a stout for warmth <laughs> um so maybe maybe there's a little bit of that sort of seasonal effect going on with with a lot of sort of more recent yeah. stouts maybe, um, yeah. they I do seem to be all year round these days yeah, so, yeah yeah absolutely and i remember that one i had in um in cottage wines which was mm -hmm. i think the, you know, the oh, best yes. the best one of the, the, one, the best yeah, one of the, yeah, uh, of the beers from the cottage wines mm -hmm. uh again that was sort of more medium body you know it didn't mm -hmm. have that sort of that creamy thickness to it yeah. it just had a more oily sort of slightly syrupy kind of finish to it um so yeah it's, it's just interesting to kind of get that different yeah. level i don't know um, without having a very similar flavored beer i don't know whether mm -hmm. it being more full body would do anything more yeah. for this at least as long as it's got like the coffee flavors the chocolate bitterness then yeah it's medium heavy bodied yeah not too much of a difference it's just how many can you drink before feeling full <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah i think the more uh, i said i didn't get the alcohol straight off i think the more i drink it mm. starting to feel that a little bit yeah, starting to feel the burn it's not it's not quite the burn it's almost got the same mouth mouthfeel or kind of lasting mouthfeel as like a shot of jaeger you know which is which is a very syrupy sort yeah. of uh drink it's it very much i mean i love jaeger it's what i would drink every day like every day oh my god i was just um, thinking I, I just had i was just picturing this nice coffee creamy marshmallowy stat in my mind and then he said Jaeger and I was like Ugh. I mean it doesn't doesn't taste doesn't Fancy has the doesn't have the same flavour as Jaeger. Yeah, it's not just, very yeah. sort of you know it's not medicinal. I feel, yeah. It's not gonna this isn't gonna, you know, keep me healthy for the rest of the year. But <laughs> it's definitely got a similar kind of mouthfeel. Oh. Yeah. Which I am all about. Right. I'm gonna put this beer down for at least thirty seconds because it will be gone. <laughs> <laughs> before we've even started talking about games and what we're going to talk about tonight so i'm going to come to you first lucy 
Good yes. evening. Yes. What you like to talk about this evening? Yes. I'll just run through some games that I've been playing with. Okay. Oh, yeah, so I think Blazing Chrome was the last thing I talked about on here. Yes. Yeah, we chatted about that two um, two weeks ago. Mm, yeah, it must be. Yeah. Um. Since then, I went back into the nineties and I played uh, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, the LucasArts. <laughs> <Art. laughs> nice. And I played Donkey Kong ninety four on Wow um, Virtual Console. Yes, I went back back into the time and I played Bully. So. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a odd. You just wouldn't think that Rockstar would make a game about schools, but they did, and it's. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I remember we were we were chatting about it um, yeah. on the Discord, what last week or a, a few days ago. Yeah, about uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Was it that long? Yeah. I, I think we were kind of. <laughs> We were saying, you know, for me, when the game mm. came out, I played it sort of on release, mm-hmm. that at least the the way that you felt about it when it released, like I was far enough removed kind of from school <laughs> yeah, I to yeah. be yeah. kind of thinking, well, okay, yeah, this is a cool idea, this is a cool game, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it runs really well, it's kind of, it's paced quite well. Yeah. I seem to remember there are a few sort of shitty bits, like, you, like you've got to run around and throw snowballs at like four um, people or something like that and you know what after playing red dead which is you know, <laughs> you know basically the same philosophy and structure yeah. of rockstar games for like the last 20 years and that was 40 hours and bully was like i don't know 15 yeah and i was just like yeah, yeah this is I-, I liked looking through in a view of like oh this is how you get you know you're obviously setting it in a school, so it's not going to be guns. It's going to be um, like slingshots and stuff like that. So it's like, and like car chases, obviously on bikes and stuff like that. So that novelty of seeing how they adapted it to mm. fit in that whole, you know, um, environment, that novelty didn't wear off after 15 hours. But yeah, but yeah, it, it is very by the numbers, you know, mm. um, collectathon. Um, you know, fetch quests, but you know, it's just like just, it was just good comfort food, and it, it holds up better than most GTA games from that time, yeah. like massively so. So, I think it probably helps from that that limited kind of map. Yeah, it's not massively mm-hmm. expansive. Again, yeah, yeah. as you say, it's only sort of a 15, 16 hour kind of game, so you're not sat there for hours and hours mm-hmm. constantly doing stuff. Um, mm. I feel it was a little bit more similar to something like Manhunt than it kind of was mm. to like to GTA, you know, yeah. a little bit more kind of structured in what you were trying to do. And it had that, did it have, um, did it have a time? Did it have a count, like a, a clock? Yeah, to yeah, there was a clock. So yeah. you had classes at uh, like 9.30 in the morning and like yes. 1.30 in the evening. But yeah, so yeah, as you say, it's very much more streamlined. Like I think it was... Rockstar Vancouver who made it and I was just watching the credits and it was like the credits were over in like a minute or two minutes really? and I was just thinking, <laughs> well Red Dead if you sat and watched those credits you'd be there for like six hours so yeah like seven uh, songs later yeah <laughs> but yeah it was it was interesting to go back and I'm glad it holds up like control scheme wise and I, I really like to go into geography classes <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. What was it about geography class? Just just pointing the um 
it's like which flag is this which country is this yeah, and it's like okay. I'm good with flags so that was fun <laughs> yeah. music oh my god I failed flunked out of that it's just like I'm not good at like rhythm games it's just like this is hard mm. <laughs> I know oh, having, yeah. having having now like recently played this Bully 2 has been rumoured for years Beyond, yeah. um, and I've got no idea whether it's in development whether it's just a, a one singular whiteboard in a Rockstar office with just Bully 2 written on it and nothing yeah. else yeah. no idea how far along this, this project is do you think you'd be more interested in playing something like Bully 2 than you would be maybe yeah. like the next um, Grand Theft Auto game um it depends on the setting. <laughs> yeah. I think... Yeah, I'd probably be more interested in Bully at this point. Because, um, I don't know, I, I, I think the only place that Rockstar can go with a GTA is back to the 80s. You know, at this point. I mm. don't know how they'd say it in modern day times. <sighs> yeah. Because, as you say, this is a dystopia and we're just living through it. But anyway... <laughs> but Completely, like, all they need to do is yeah. just... It's like a real-world simulator, isn't it, really? Yeah. That's all they'd have to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, plus, I'd be less interested in that, like... I, I don't know, because... I don't like high fantasy or sci-fi that much. Mm. And, like... Stuff like GTA has always been like, yeah, this is, like, current, current day or almost current day, and... Have I much prefer those kinds of settings, but yeah, I didn't like GTA. I did like GTA Five. I should clarify that, but I didn't like it. Looking back, it hasn't held up as well as like the others have for me. Yeah, so I yeah. Of all of them, so yeah. Well, I see. I I think mm. for me at least that GTA Two is just a little bit worse than GTA Five. Because that was set those, in a, that was in a slightly futuristic, um, mm. fictional kind of setting, and there were like gangs, which you know it mm. wasn't quite um, the yakuza, it wasn't quite sort of, you know, various different kinds of gangs. It's quite like yeah. corporation sort of focuses up, and again, a very sort of early kind of satirization of a a, a setting. Um, you know, much like all of the GTAs kind of have been. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I think GTA V just kind of had that level of quality to it that just kind of... It, it does... I don't know. I, I still think San Andreas is my favourite. Same. Mm. Yeah, I was... But, uh, to clarify, I was talking about, like, the 3D ones. Like, my yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. first two, yeah. I only played a little bit of those. Um, yeah, the 3D ones, mainly. Mm. Can't really speak too much to the first two. But yeah, San Andreas, my favourite. Best one, mate. Probably still best yeah. Rockstar game. Yeah. I mean, people would say Red, the first Red Dead, and I wouldn't disagree if that just for me, San Andreas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nice, nice. So have you have you come back to this century at all for your game? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I came back yeah, to this yeah. century. When were these yeah. games from? No, Bully was this century. Really was like 2004 yes, it was. or 5, wasn't it? Okay. Six. I played the, uh, what's it called? Scholarship Edition, which I think came out in 2008. Played that right. on Back Compact. Yeah, um, but yes, I did play a game from this year for, for once. Um, that is called 
Hmm, maybe I should wait. I'll wait till next week to talk about that because I think okay. Adil might have played that. It's called Etherborn. Right. Um, you might have played that, or at least he should have by now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll uh, prompt him to play at least by uh, next week. So I'll speak about that next week. Nice. Um, it's fairly new. I think it came out in end of Jan- July. So yeah. we're, still, we're still quite fresh with that. But even fresher is a game called A Short Hike. Oh, yes. Yes, tell me about this. I guess it's fresher in one sense. If you have the Humble Bundle monthly subscription, um, it would have been in your trove, I think, around March or something like that. Mm. Um, But it recently came to Steam and I think Itch uh, about two weeks ago, I think. Um, It is a very, very pleasant short game. It's basically a. Well, it's, it's it's got like two D pixel art, but it's in a three D three D world. You play as a anthropomorphic um, bird um, who she's just on this, you know, this small little island, and there's a um, mountain in the middle of it, and you get on the island, and basically she's she's a city bird. She's from the city, and. It's basically she's taken a little. I think she used to go there as a child. I think her aunt lives on this like little island, and she's just gone there, just for you know, just for a rest to get away from the big city and um, life in general. And it's basically that the whole your whole aim is to climb to the top of the mountain. Um, it's got a, especially for a small game, it's got a really good like gameplay loop. It's not just mm. a simple, oh, you know, quote unquote walking simulator. You can actually, as you're a bird, you can actually um, glide and fly, like okay. flap to, um, like get a little bit higher. You can't just, yeah. you know, free, free, um, free fly and everything. Um, mm. But you can, you know, hover slightly, glide, um, and basically at the start of the, the start of the game, you don't really have much ability. As in, you can only glide and fly. For a short period of time, but you collect these golden leaves, golden leaves, golden feathers. Sorry, throughout the world, they're scattered throughout the world, and also if you complete small little quests or you can buy some, um, they give you like basically more stamina. You can glide for longer. You can right, okay. actually climb um, as well, and you can run as well uh, for longer. So is, it, is it like a little bit of like a progression sort of system? Yeah. Do you, would yeah, you, so, would you to, to complete the game mm, without kind of getting too far into what you were going to say to complete yeah. the game? Would you ever need to upgrade? Yeah, your... for, okay. for sure. Yeah, there's there's definitely a point in the game where it's like, oh, you're going to like you know the signposts throughout the mountain. It's like for this stretch of the mountain, you're going to need at least seven golden feathers minimum. Right. Um, okay. Don't just say that. So, uh, in that gameplay loop, you are looking for feathers, and mm-hmm. the way you can accrue feathers most of the time is completing little tasks for people on the on this island they're also animals it's it's a bit like animal crossing where it's like oh yeah. i need 12 seashells on on the shore or it's like oh why don't you play beach ball with me if you can if we can get a volley of 20 here's a golden feather or i lost my okay. my pocket watch in the uh in the forest um can you find it for me so you know very rudimentary simple tasks mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for completing those, you get, you know, more feathers. 
and it's just it's just a relaxing experience it's like there's nothing too strenuous about it it's nothing like you know the the flying and the gliding it's very easy it's very you know it's probably like one or two buttons you're using that it's not some it's not microsoft flight simulator or something like that it's just (laughs) very easy and you know it's got wonderful wonderful visual art style you know really colorful characters got you know they've got nice quirky and funny you know dialogue kind of reminds me of um the frog detective game that we played yeah which is that's pretty cool. When I wonder when the next episode of that is coming that's out. Probably, that's very soon. I have seen. <laughs> yeah. I have seen it sort of. Yeah. You know, a few um, a few tweets about it recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I can't remember whether it was just sort of progress sort of mm-hmm. bits and just a promotional sort of mm-hmm. stuff. But I can imagine that's yeah. going to be soon. Yeah, but it's like the same kind of like wry, dry humor. Mm. You know, just small, like little dialogue text. And, you know, this you know, it's not an RPG where you're reading through tons of text that characters talking at yeah. your time. And, um, you can be cl- completing in you know about an hour. You can get up the mountain in about an hour. You know, okay. feathers are not hard to accrue. Um, they're pretty much scattered everywhere, and you can get more than enough. I think I ended it off with like eighteen, and it's like if you only need seven at the end of the day to get mm. get to the to the peak, then you know, it's not really challenging in that um, respect, but it's fun enough just going to the different places of the island, exploring it, seeing the different characters and yeah. stuff. And um, yeah, I won't ruin the ending, but yeah, the, the ending's like it's quite sweet, quite nice. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the top of the mountain, and um, if you get all the collectibles, all the feathers, and help everyone else, there's a few like races and stuff like that. You know, it'll probably take you about two hours in total for 100% mm. completion. So, yeah, nice little experience. A short hike. Yes, it is. <laughs> Fully recommend it. It's only about nice. five, six pounds. Yeah, I think uh, when you mentioned it, I'd seen a couple mm-hmm. of screenshots, and it looks really nice. Yeah, it's really it's pretty. Really, yeah, yeah, really mm-hmm. pretty. Uh, and a, a a really like colourful aesthetic to it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. Mm. it's good. It's good. If you just want a nice, pleasant experience, you don't want anything too taxing, or it's got like nice little story to it. Yeah, you can't go wrong with this. To That's realize. exactly what I want right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I came home from work like one day, and I was just like, you know, I I just chill there, and it's like. I was pleasantly surprised and it was better than I thought it would be. Yeah. Nice, nice. Again, mm-hmm. something that's like super short too. Just to kind of fit in. Did you, I assume you did it in one sitting? Yes. Yeah. Did. I went back to it to get an achievement at a certain time uh, because <laughs> okay. I'm sick in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Need those points, like, mate. That's a good. Yeah, you can't pass off of it. Plus, uh, easy, easy achievement. You know, just, like, <laughs> just can't. It's like downloaded uh, Slay the Spire, which is on oh, yeah. Yeah. Game Pass. Played a bit of that on PC. It's fun. Um, people should check it out, especially if they can, on PC or Xbox for free. And I was just looking at the um, achievements, and I was like, these are impossible. It's like nobody's completed these. And it's, it's like having to complete the game in so many different permutations which would probably need 600 hours prior to it 
Mm. And I thought, ooh, there's one achievement I could get. I'm going to download this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably never nice. end up playing it. But I, st- I, I still have that little bit of addiction. You know, just, That's just a little bit. That's yeah. Slay the Spire looked, uh, looked interesting, but I don't think it's kind of, again, like for you, it's 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 not something I kind of want to get that invested in and spend all of that time. Yeah, I, it's a lot of hours you'll need to accumulate mm. in it. It's the things about a roguelike I don't like where it's like, there's just not enough progression run mm. to run. And, it, and for, so for some people it might be enough, but for me, I want massive amounts of progression i want a roguelike to be done in 11 hours max <laughs> yeah or you want <laughs> like super hours. super short runs uh, yeah these know, runs last quite a bit like yeah. it's easy to get to like the first like boss i think there's is there three floors in total oh, I so remember. i can easily get to like one and a half floors but yeah i think you know the back half of that would require hours and hours and hours mm. and hours of grinding and yeah i watched them um, i watched uh, dave um dave towsy mm-hmm. friend of the podcast dave of pillbug interactive um they do a few streams or do a do a like a tuesday night stream mm. so i try and jump on to watch those guys occasionally and he did a slate by evening mm-hmm. and he must have been streaming for like two hours and was just going to keep going yeah, and I got to a point where I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna go to bed now." <laughs> Take it easy, dude. Have fun yeah. playing the rest of the game. And like, it was a really good way to for me to kind of understand the basics of the game and to think to myself, "Actually, this this looks really fun. Looks really it good is, if you yeah. kind of want that like card based deck building progression and you want a little bit around that sort of thing and when to play certain cards and stuff." But I knew kind of instantly after mm. well, instantly after about twenty minutes that I yeah. wasn't going to play this game. Yeah. I had a hot and heavy like evening with it where I just played it all evening and then mm. I died back to the start of the run. Not much progression. I was just like, yeah, it's like a really, yeah, it, it's it's really fun. I can see why people put hundreds and hundreds of hours into it. It's just not something I want to do personally, but I, I can see that it does have that depth in there if you want to do that, but yeah. Um, I'm very superficial and surface level. It's like I want <laughs> instant gratification. Let me kill this boss and let me beat the game. So, <laughs> and that is fair. That's mm. all you need. Yeah. All anyone it's like, um, need. Yeah, oh. it's like what's the name of that game? Bad North. Um, oh yeah. That uh, that's a roguelike, and I I start, I played quite a few hours of it, but I stopped playing because um, like, okay, I'm just getting killed and going back to the <laughs> beginning. Um, but I think they're putting in an update. I don't think it's quite hit Switch yet. Um, I think it's on Steam, where I think you can keep some things um, between runs, or even okay, that's you nice. can have it on like a like baby ass baby mode. I think where you're not put back on the first island or something. So mm. I'll probably get back into that after the update. Nice, good, yeah. Mm. It leads me quite nicely into um, kind of uh, what I've been playing. Um, I want to talk about like two games. What I'm only going to touch upon because I'm still playing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's one of, I can't remember where it placed. I should have probably looked. 
can't remember where it placed in my top ten of last year, but I've been playing more Moonlighter. Yes. Because they released a, um, a, I think it's the f- first paid DLC they've done for it. They've, they've put out loads and loads of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I mentioned it last week that I'd gone back to it. So um, mm-hmm. the DLC is uh, Between Dimensions. That's what it's called, Between Dimensions. Um, I was um, very kindly given a code. Um, so Moonlighter is from, I always forget, I know it's 11-bit studios who published it, but it's from Digital Sun who developed the game. Um, and I, I think I mentioned last week to Adol and um, Isaac that it was kind of much more of the same. You know, mm-hmm. it's just that like next, l- kind of like that next level. If you want more Moonlighter, this is brilliant you know it gives you yeah. more moonlight so you're not just kind of like redoing dungeons all the time and stuff it gives you something else and it is it is harder um one of the things i really like about it is by the time i kind of finished moonlighter i knew what i should sell every item for <laughs> that 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 sort of like that selling element the kind of like the shop element had kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit whereas now i'm getting you know new items I've got to try and balance those in the shop again. How much am I selling them for? Am I losing, not losing money, but am I, uh, you know, am I selling them at, at far too low and stuff and trying to kind of balance that element again? So suddenly I've gone from um, when originally playing Moonlighter to, to really enjoying that balance between sort of like dungeoning and then yeah. this, this, this shopkeeping element towards the end of the game, just be like, right, I don't, doesn't matter. All I need to do now is just. Um, throw all of these items uh into the chest that the other like the shop attendant can do and they will do it for the day and i'm just going to go and jump in a dungeon during the daytime and then i can mm. just go back in in the nighttime and then i can just go in the daytime again and just running through dungeons again and again and again yeah now it's brought that balance back mm, and i okay. kind of and it's only been on the odd occasion where i've thought uh oh, i really want to see how i can progress i've done really well Um, i want to like jump back in and part of that is um the introduction of blueprints so before you could just upgrade weapons you know you had four upgrades of sword and shield Mm -hmm. and then another four upgrades of elemental based swords and shields and you would run through those and that was it you were done you'd got to the top kind of one that did the most damage and you were kind of ready now whilst they've still got that and they've got new items that you can upgrade to as you're running through dungeons bosses may Mm. drop a blueprint Mm, and you can go to a vendor in the dungeon Mm -hmm. who will craft that blueprint for you and they're really they're, they're slightly they feel overpowered all right okay so they are meant to be you know slightly harder hitting kind of weapons or better stuff and the only ones i got so far are weapons so i don't know kind of how much that progresses into your different kind of uh your your build but the first one i got was for a um like a fist weapon like a punching mm-hmm. weapon so you've got to be like super close to these enemies and yeah. i've never used that weapon in moonlighter before but I really liked it. I liked how quick it was. It was mm. doing really big damage. I liked the, you know, if you've got a sword and a shield, you hold square, you block. With this fist, if I if I hold square, 
he will like almost overcharge himself right and every time he hits he loses life but he does a much bigger hit so it gives you a really cool balance of mm -hmm. trying to you know hitting things or, or trying to do a lot more damage to stuff if you really want to take something down really quickly once you've gone into a once you've gone into a room you overcharge mm. yourself go down and then just deal with you know getting rid of uh, hitting a potion or something just to bump your health back up so it's kind of giving me more moonlighter than i yeah. was you know than, than, than the base game was giving me and it's just expanded on it that next sort of step in a really good kind of way and introduced mm. a few different little things that have made quite a big kind of difference to how i was playing the game so um, do those uh, blueprints drop often like i wonder what the drop rate is so are, they, are they meant to be you know quite generous in how i often don't they drop know often? i've got i've got two so far mm. um they so once you've handed a blueprint in that will mm -hmm. always exist yeah to the okay. vendor in the dungeon um and uh another thing that they added was sort of like a new currency so you've always been able to collect sort of slimes mm. from different enemies in the dungeons and they are used to create potions and to kind of um sort of as a currency in that sort of way mm. these new ones um don't go into your inventory they are sort of a, a separate kind of held currency and that's what you use to pay for the creation of an item from a blueprint okay. um, again you can also um use them to create potions from the same same vendor in the um in the dungeon you can also interestingly um, get him to open up a portal and so far i've only got to level five mm. but i've been able to open up a portal on level two and on level four so as soon as you go back to the dungeon you can say i want to start on level four so and go straight into it then as well. so there's always a little, a little shortcut yeah and they, uh, they okay. exist and so you know you can use this additional currency to kind of progress your way through this new mm. dungeon the, the between dimensions dungeon yeah uh but the um yeah the, the blueprints themselves i only got two one was for a fist weapon one was for a two-handed weapon which again is not a weapon that i use um, is it I, slow is it, it is slow those? yes it is slow i very quickly moved away from the two-handed yeah. weapon and went back to um the the fist so i'm using a sword and a shield kind of as i run through once i get to the vendor i'll then grab this fist weapon in yeah. its place um and then use a bow and arrow for some you know is the is the, the the secondary weapon kind of thing so it just gives you more options and it's made me explore kind of more of how to play the game than mm -hmm. i'd even really thought about or, yeah. or wanted to i suppose so i think it's just a really good uh addition yeah. so far and i've still got loads more of it to explore i have no idea how deep this sort of this new dungeon goes uh, okay yeah. the, the original dungeons and were three levels yeah. yeah so the original dungeons were three levels you you went through the first second and then at the end of the third level you hit a boss and the whole idea was you get a key you only have to defeat the boss once you get a key that opens the door to the kind of the fifth uh dungeon as such and that's you know where the the, the end boss kind of thing mm -hmm. is um this so far i've got down to the fifth level so i don't know how far this kind of progresses mm. how far it goes 
Um, it'll be interesting to see whether it is just continual or whether there is an end, you know, get down to say level mm. 10 or something, that is it. Yeah. Um, so I've still got a lot more of this game to play and it's it, it's that game that currently I'm thinking about playing <laughs> over everything else. So it's a um, sizable update for for the yeah, absolutely price. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's good. I did yeah. I did just just jump on the Steam store to try and see <coughs> how much the the DLC is. Mm -hmm. So the base game currently is 15, is, is 50, yeah fifteen fifty fifteen forty nine, oh, uh, and uh, you know often in sales I would imagine. Mm. So the DLC between dimensions is only five forty nine. So. It's only a third the price of the the base yeah, game. Obviously, you have to have the base game to experience it. Obviously, yeah. uh, but as a as a a whole game for mm. twenty one pounds, roughly getting your money, I think worth, it's yeah. definitely worth that. Absolutely. Mm. So it's just yeah, it just keeps giving me more, and yeah. it's why it featured so highly on my uh, you know yeah. my games of the year list last year because it just re it was just really good, really well made, really well paced and constructed game it's that gameplay loop we'll that is exactly what it is <laughs> you didn't ever play dead cells did you no because yeah, literally when you were describing moonlight um if you hadn't said it was moonlight you could just in fact i could probably cut and paste that you know audio <laughs> file of you and just say oh this is what dead cells is yeah because dead cells is it, it's a very similar, so I'm wondering if you'd ever, you know, I mean, are you interested in Dead Cells? I, I mean, yeah, I was, definitely. I seem to remember when you talked about it, mm. you weren't that enamoured with certain aspects of it. Uh, you know, yeah. The, 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 the roguelike kind of element yeah. of it, mm -hmm. and then going kind of like straight right back to the start and having to run sort of all the way kind of through the game and things. Yeah, it's it's... <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it for, I played it for many hours, and for those many hours, but um, it was a case of, it was like, I need this build to beat the game. It's like, I knew that if I had this build, I would, I could easily beat the game. It's like, yeah. after probably about, uh, let me, uh, let me say 30 runs to be generous. Um, mm. I got to the final boss, got a lot of his health down started panicking as you do in a fight yeah and then just got killed by him and it was just like and then the more runs that you did it's like you unlocked more items but in doing that it's like okay the percentage of um you know items that i i like and i can i'm comfortable with and know i could beat the game with um the chances of those dropping Mm. you know plummeted with um the amount of new items i had unlocked and it, yeah it, I, I don't like randomization as such it's like give mm -hmm. me those you know that that loadout you know that main weapon that sub weapon you know those sub weapons could easily do it um but yeah you, you, you just you'd have to play too many times and i was just like i've got my feel of this game i've seen it all these areas had yeah. my fill. It's one of the best controlling games I've ever played, but it's like I know I can beat the boss, but am I gonna just wait until you know Lady Luck drops the right weapons that I like, mm -hmm. or can I just say, 
No, I've seen all of this. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. I felt similarly um, with Hades. Mm, yeah. um, and I haven't picked Hades back up since yeah. uh, beating the, the, the... It's not the final boss, but the final boss at the time. Mm-hmm. They they just released a new update for it, which is then the next set of of mm. levels, yeah. um, or that next sort of new room kind of experience. But I beat the boss and I took a screenshot because it, mm-hmm. it pops it up at the end. It says this was kind of like your loadout. This is what you had, mm-hmm. the different abilities, how you'd upgraded them. So I'm like, right, screenshot that. That is, I really like this build. This is yeah. fantastic. But again how often are those things going to drop yeah and i can kind of i can go in and i can play knowing that there's new stuff to experience i can go in and mm. i can kind of chase that yeah like, right oh yeah this this is the thing that i want great okay fine and then all right fine i only spent five minutes on a run i'll go back in mm-hmm. and i'll try and chase that again i'll try and chase that again and i just don't know whether i've got the time to do that yeah anymore yeah it, it's i mean it's a good in the fact that it's like oh it gets you to try out new weapons that you may have tried before and it's mm. you know maybe you groove with those but yeah you know often in games it's like i pick a weapon and i just stick with it and not many games unless it's like games that are like okay um you know this is a i don't know first person shooter and we're gonna give you this certain gun right now at this mm. point and this level because you're gonna face a uh enemy that you know, the best weapon to use is this gun or something. Yeah. In games like Dead Cells or something like that, you're coming across the same enemies and, you know, some some weapons work better with other enemies, but it's not like you can... You can change your loader, you can change your weapon, but it's like, at a certain point, you're just sticking with what you've got and it's like, why change now halfway through a run when I'm doing well with this the, yeah. the game's not you know directing me down a narrow corridor and saying you're gonna face up against this boss so here's this weapon um you're, you're forced to use this at a certain point so it's just like yeah you might find a nice nice new weapon that's much better damage or stuff like that but it's like mm. you're never gonna pick up the goddamn boots in that game which <laughs> i started several runs with those and i was just like What's the point? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah completely. Like, Come on. Uh, yeah. No, I, then that's that's kind of the lure of um of like RPGs and MMOs and mm. things, you know. You can tailor your build how you want and yeah. yes, you may run a dungeon or do something and get a certain you know, a slightly better set of gear or items which boost certain things but you know that they're not the things that you want boosted for the build that you've kind of got yeah. i think that's definitely what i liked about things like mmos things like world of warcraft you're like right i know that i want this set of gear because mm-hmm. it boosts me to have this kind of build and this kind of build fits really well for me being picked every time for raids and you know those sorts of those sorts of things obviously you don't have that same kind of aspect with a lot of these roguelikes but it, it kind of you know how you want to play that game you know yeah. what you are familiar with and what you can power through with and stuff yeah it's a lot of these kind of you you don't quite want that 
level of randomization yeah a little bit more control over what you're kind of doing yeah yeah, oh, yeah just us personally i mean i get why people like roguelikes but they got the time mate yeah and i mean yeah, dedication <laughs> but again i think that's one of those things that moonlight kind of gets right it, mm. it kind of it sort of is a roguelike in that you never die if you die in a dungeon, mm. you just lose all of the items that you've looted and you get kicked out. But you've you've built up the you know the weapons that you want, you've got those, you've enchanted them so they do a little bit more damage, you've got the armor on that you want, mm. you've got the kind of a, a light, a really light kind of build. Um, but it never kind of penalizes you yeah. for that. So yeah, it kind of balances that out really nicely. So mm. rogue light with the emphasis on light. <laughs> Very light, yeah. Rogue light, like, light, light, uh, light. Yeah. yeah. Like the Zelda Crypt of the ne Necrodancer game. Mm. That was a rogue light game, but it's very easy. So, <laughs> yeah, I can, I can get along with it. Just make everyone dance. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Um,. So the uh, the second game I want to talk about, which mm. I know that you have played, I started it. Yes, that you started. Yes, mm. yes. Um, it's kind of like a uh, for me this week. I have to talk about this because again, another game yeah. I got a code for, um, which is called Solo Islands of the Heart on Steam. Because I just wanted again to go in and see um, like the price point and stuff. Mm -hmm. Just called Solo. All right. Okay. So you I played it on PS4, yeah. called, called Solo mm -hmm. Islands of the Heart. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know why. Um, Solo is a kind of a, a, is a puzzle game, mm -hmm. uh, almost like a platform puzzler. You are yeah. having to three um, D. Mm -hmm. Yeah, three yeah. D. You have to place boxes in certain places to get to certain platforms to. Uh, activate a lighthouse which then mm -hmm. allows you to talk to a giant totem sounds odd right but you are kind of going through these little different islands doing these kinds of things it's kind of a bit by the numbers in terms of its kind of its puzzling kind of elements you know mm. as you progress through the game it introduces different kinds of boxes uh, you can do different things with them. They will always have... Well, I, I, I don't know whether they always have a set configuration mm. to actually achieve jumping up to another platform. Um, a lot of the times it felt like that. But on, a, on occasion, it kind of felt like maybe I just clipped where I was meant to be very slightly. And yeah, I, I hadn't I quite done that, what yeah. I needed to do, but yeah, I'd still I still got there. Yeah. Um, I found so, that it's like, did I just game this a bit, or or, yeah. or is it like open ended enough that I can choose multiple options? But I wasn't sure, and yeah. when you're not sure, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a bit rough around the edges. Mm -hmm. it's, it's got a nice um, aesthetic. Yeah, you know, I really like the visuals. It's very mm. calming. You know, um, muted colors and stuff like that it's set on all these little islands um mm. nice little islands with these weird little creatures and reminds me of like a children's like cartoon show like i don't know the magic thing like that <laughs> <laughs> and 
it, it does have that kind of level of insanity mm. to it in terms of like, <laughs> why are these creatures here? Why do I just <laughs> feed them something and then pet them? Yeah. Why, why am I doing this? It, it, you do have a few, um, few of the more interesting puzzles are where uh, one of the kind of almost weird caterpillary, mm. almost jelly bean, black jelly bean type <laughs> creatures, which are in jumpers, is kind of stranded and he has to get back to his his partner mm -hmm. who's in a mini house over here and you kind of have to raise all of these different kinds of blocks and put them in different combinations to get him across to a platform and then possibly get him across another platform and then get him home i think they were the better yeah, sort of puzzle yeah. elements of the yeah. of the game and that, i think that's true throughout the game as well yeah um it does mix those puzzles up a little bit because you kind of get halfway through the the archipelago mm -hmm. um and you then go into a room and you go underground suddenly very oddly mm -hmm. and you have sets of puzzles where you have a light cast onto a grid and you have to put boxes to match the shadows so mm -hmm. you almost take kind of you haven't got to platform it but you've still got to do that same kind of 3d box placing exercise just to do something slightly different yeah um i don't think it kind of it doesn't really break up the the puzzle the platform kind of puzzling quite enough it's, i i like that they've thrown something else in there mm. but i think it, the game might have worked a little bit better if you were kind of directed to those maybe throughout kind of moving through the islands rather than it just being like oh just do three of these now yeah um how many islands were that did you finish it i did finish it they were I, I don't know how many islands they were but there were three sets of islands oh there's three sets right yeah. okay because i do want to go back and finish so i finished the first one mm. and then i was about I to think, get in my little boat uh, yeah 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 you didn't sail off to your next one i think they also um expand a little bit so the second set of islands have maybe a couple more than the first okay. set and then the, again the third to have a couple more than then the second set so it, it does take a little bit more time but again the introduction of new boxes kind of uh paces it quite mm. well okay so you you kind of you're not just monotonously going through this yeah that's good because i wasn't a massive fan of the um puzzles that i did maybe it's because mm. I wasn't sure if I was, as you say, like just cliffing, like, um, you know, or just gaming it a bit, or just yeah. reaching somewhere where I shouldn't have been, and maybe not doing it in the quote unquote intended way. But um, yeah, I, I think I preferred like the aesthetics of the game more mm. than the actual gameplay. Um, but if it's short, I might, I might see, it. and the puzzles do expand slightly, then might see it through. Um, yeah. I, I found the story and what they're going for like a bit weird um yeah I, it opens it's, up it, it's an it's an odd one really yeah. because like on on paper i'm super interested yeah you know yeah. it's meant to be this sort of this introspective experience about love and how you kind of experience love um how you um 
how you kind of feel about your your partner, and it throws up lots of different questions mm, yeah. about that kind of stuff. And it, it it all sort of seems like you were building towards something. And you're like, okay, well, I've answered. You know, I've yeah. I've gone in this sort of way, and I've gone in this sort of way, and I've said this, and I've said this, and I've said this. And I don't want to spoil it because you still want to kind of play it loose. You, you could spoil it for me off air, but <laughs> yeah. um, I just I would just like to know if that pays off. I I think way. that I I kind of I liked that it was asking these questions. Yeah, I thought the making... questions were like yeah, like super deep. It's like they were yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah, and it was making me think. Mm -hmm. But I I don't think it. I don't think it pays off enough. Mm. Yeah, I think it was more the structure. It's like it's a 3D puzzle game, and just now and then you're asking me these questions about love, these really, as you say, mm. introspective questions. And it's like, I don't know if this quite gels with the gameplay. I, I think it's, as you say, fascinating what they were asking, and it gets you to yeah, think. Sure. But yeah, it's just, it just seems out of place in a game like this. And what really put me off. Um, was at the start of the game, they're like, you know, you can be any gender, you know, you, you can be gender flu, you can be male, female, you can, you know, just not state your gender, you know? Mm. Um, I was like, cool. Um, and then there were no options. I don't, I did play this pre-release. I don't know if it's changed. I don't know if you know, but then I couldn't change my race. Or <laughs> it was like uh, I had to be. <laughs> I could be. I think I could pick one of three people. It was three people. Yeah. But they were all white, and it was like It was just Ooh. like I don't mind that. It's just when they said, "Okay, mm. we're gonna make this as open as possible." You know, doesn't matter who you are, background you're from, you can choose any gender. But you have to be white. It's not about <laughs> it race, it's just about sexuality. That's all. It's not about race. Yeah, it, it was just a bit. I, I, I wouldn't yeah, have minded yeah, that. Yeah. It was just the fact that they said, like, yeah, we, you know, we're open to every anything. It's like, yeah. And then I can only choose one race. For my well, absolutely. And I think it was. It was it, it's one of those that the, <laughs> the three. All that changed from the three mm. um, characters that it gave mm. me was like hairstyle. Yeah. Really. It was just free, stock, nondescript male, female, and they wanted a, you know, one that was just like, yeah, gender fluid, but I, I can't remember what that one looked like if it was... No, I don't remember it, what that one looked like. Yeah, I mean, obviously this is a, you know, small game, small team, mm. they're not going to have a fully realised character creation thing like in, like, I don't know, the Souls games or, you know... A Bioware game, but you know, just <laughs> sounds rudimentary, but just palette swaps, you know. Absolutely. Like, so yeah, press press right blue for, if I want. Yeah. Yeah, press right for guy with more hair. Press up <laughs> yeah. or down to change between yeah. six different color yeah. presets. Like yeah, mm. absolutely. I think it could have done. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that I think that this game kind of could have done a little bit more yeah. of. Yeah. Um, and it's it's only a small team um you know yeah. as as i watched the credits roll i was seeing a lot of 
the same names mm. doing several yeah. different things. Writer. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, mm. you know, it was only a small team. Mm -hmm. I don't know how quickly they bashed this out, but I've again I brought up their Steam um their Steam page. Mm. The game is currently eleven pound forty on Steam at least. Mm -hmm. Um it was um it's by I should say who that is. It's by and developed and published by Team Gotham. Mm -hmm. They've clearly been inspired by something, um, but it was a fig game, so it was a, oh. a funded game, which okay, I didn't, didn't realise. Um, who knows what that level of funding was? But that yeah. kind of, I suppose, um, at least when I realised it was a fig game. It, kind of when we think oh well okay sure they're then working to a very strict kind of budget mm, you know yeah. there may not be a war chest of a previous release to dip into mm -hmm. there's not a big publisher behind them giving them that little bit extra to do stuff you know this is a, a developed and published self-published game obviously funded through fig so stuff is limited but yeah. even then as you say palette swaps for the characters yeah it's probably I think it's, not that yeah. much yeah. to kind of implement yeah i mean for 25 years mostly been playing as white males anyway <laughs> but it's like it's just the fact that they the opening of the game like you know we're just open to anything you can be who judge and anything like that and it's just like I only have three different <laughs> avatars to choose from. It's three just white like people what? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just a bit weird. But um, yeah, I, I I do hope to get back to it because, um, as I say, I enjoy the aesthetics of it. The weird, the weird little light, very pretty. Um, yeah, it, it's a game that I, you know, for me, a game doesn't have to have everything. I think yeah. if it has one thing that I really like. A lot and in this case it is the aesthetics of it i really mm -hmm. like the look of it and that's enough to keep me going but um yeah, yeah. get back to it yeah yeah absolutely mm -hmm. it reminded me at least aesthetically mm -hmm. quite a lot of something like um yonder yeah um, yeah that's a good one. yeah it's it's sort of very kind of cartoony i think mm -hmm. maybe on like a triple a kind of scale it's almost like something like um mm, I was going to say like Dragon Quest Builders, mm. which is kind of that anime sort of version. It's a little bit more, yeah. um, a little bit more blocky than that, a little bit more kind of cartoony than that. Um, but it's sort of a bit stupid saying cartoony when it's fucking one of them's a fucking anime style. But um, <laughs> it's it's a little bit more simple at least and a little yeah, more blocky it's not mm, it doesn't it's not a cell shade it's not anime yeah, yeah it, it's, <laughs> it's it's much more kind of a polygonal i guess um in terms of like you know it's very boxy um so everything is a kind of you know not at right angles as such but nothing is sort of really ever spherical everything mm. is kind of quite angular in the way yeah. that it sort of looks yeah. um which it does give it a, a, a certain kind of charm to it as you said lucy at the start it's got a, a kind of like a limited color palette um which does change as you kind of do different things but it still keeps it to maybe only four colors mm -hmm. on the on the whole island it's quite boxy in the way it looks it's very sort of simplified almost, mm -hmm. 
which is really nice. And yeah, it, it was really cool. Really, that, yeah. And, and mm. it was a really calm and pleasant environment to kind of explore. And again, the music is very kind of easy, very calming. Nothing about this game ex except those very introspective questions is ever is ever intense you know and even then mm. the questions aren't really intense it, it may just be you know things like have you have you only ever been in love with your current partner and you have the the answers being mm. like something like yes no or something in the middle you know like maybe <laughs> I, I i thought i maybe was or something like that it always yeah. gives you three answers to these things and i think it's kind of whilst they aren't intense as such they do give you a moment to kind of pause and reflect mm. slightly and i you know you saying the aesthetics view i think are the best thing that for me it's definitely that introspection that idea mm -hmm. that i actually that i am answering these questions kind of quite um that i am answering truthfully mm -hmm. and then you might meet the like the hologram kind of ghost element of a of, of the of your partner yeah and they will say a sentence and it will I, I, I don't know i can't remember any of them i'm trying to make one up in my mind to kind of give you a flavor about what they kind of say uh but it, it might kind of be you say um you know uh do you want to be with your partner forever and you say yes and you get to that person they say but what if i don't want to be with you forever mm. You know, I, I, I don't think that was one of the questions, but yeah. it's kind of that sort of dynamic mm -hmm. that you'll get across some of this island. You'll be like, yeah, right, fair enough. Yeah. Sure. Okay. That avatar looks like Father Christmas as well, for me, because you can choose whether your, <laughs> you know, partner is like male people. <laughs> you look like Father Christmas. The guy with the like... giant beard. <laughs> yeah. Like Captain, well, yeah, I thought it was, so you could, you could pick him as a, as a, as a male character. Yeah. I thought he was a bit too Captain Birdseye for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I want the guy with the beard. No, no, Jesus, no, that's definitely Captain Birdseye. <laughs> but I mean, it's, what is it? What did I say it was? Eleven pound forty on mm. Steam. So I don't know. I'd say see I, if it goes on sale. If if you if you like the look of it and yeah, read up read read some of the reviews. Um, I'm sure quite a few of them will be positive because it does. Yeah, like it, it seems like a game that you could really gel with. You know, if you if you like the puzzles and you like the message, it, it just seems like a weird disconnect. Um those two going together it's a bit mm. rough around the edges for me but yeah 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 i i i, I feel exactly the same mm -hmm. so that's that what was that mm. solo islands of the heart if you're playing on mm. playstation i don't know if it's the same on xbox um it has that little subtitle yeah. to it who knows why um but yeah or just well, solo on steam speaking of subtitles Ooh. i did find a game Mm. I, I was reading um, uh, like a few columns um, when I was at work. Um, it's called Short Play. I think it is it on. Gosh, whose website is it? I, I can't remember. It's not. It's an itch game. No, no, no. It's just um, a, a series of articles, and they're called Short Play, and it's basically oh, oh I need a few okay, hours yeah, to yeah, play yeah. A, a game. I found out about this years ago, and I just forgot about it. Um, 
but I've come back to it uh, recently. Mm. And there was a game called Traffics. I think that's spelled T-R-A-F-F-I-X. And it's on iOS with a different name. I think if you just like, type Traffics, it will come up. But I think it's like Traffics, you know, colon city something. Um, but it's called Traffics on Steam. And I think it should just be called that on um, Google Play as well. Uh, I believe it's okay. about three ninety nine, but it's like a mini Metro kind of puzzle game. It's got nice. like a really nice um, muted aesthetic um, to it, and you're basically controlling the flow of traffic. Um, mm. uh, instead of trains and subways that mini Metro was, this is actual like cars on you know motorways, highways. It has the same thing in Minimetro where it goes through all these different uh, cities and that's how, um, like, what the infrastructure in a certain city would be like, how it uh, designs the levels. Um, so, for example, in, uh, I don't know, Mumbai, or it might be New, De New Delhi, actually, where there's just a big old roundabout and there's so many cars going through, it's just jam-packed all the time or like uh in havana there's like a um airway uh, not airway uh airplane um runway going going across the roads and stuff like that so it mixes up the gameplay mm. uh somewhat but you're basically just clicking i got it on ipad because it is just oh you just it's very touch friendly where you're just clicking on the lights for go and if you double click um that light will stay on green so all the cars can fly on there um, until you press press it again and then it'll go back to red okay. but so you're literally yeah. controlling the tra mm -hmm. controlling the traffic yeah yeah whereas mini metro was automated you would literally yes. just setting up the roads and um seeing the flow of traffic then and you didn't mm. really have much control other than to put on new lines and new carts and stuff yeah. like that this is everything's already laid out for you you're just controlling the traffic but yeah it's fun yeah. it's it's really simple i'm really enjoying it i played it far too late last night and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think there's about 30 just over 30 levels in total i think about halfway through mm. yeah it's really i'm really enjoying it i nice. really enjoyed mini metro this earlier this yeah, year it's, that's a great game yeah i'm surprised it took me so damn long to play it but um mm. yeah this is scratching that itch nice nice so um traffics Mm, the hard yeah. x yes. is uh on um android on google play for three pound and nine nice and nice. for anyone that wants to look for the articles uh short play is on the verge yes thank you very much yep q yeah the, little, little finger gonna... tap yeah chad yeah i'm gonna keep looking at short play because i would never have known about this game otherwise and Really yeah, enjoyable. and there are uh, a ton of articles. Yeah, going all the way back down until it will stop loading. I don't know if there's any more passes, but it won't load mm. anymore. From over a, over a year ago, December two thousand seventeen. Yeah, I remember uh, looking at it. And I, I should, you know, put it in my mind palace and be like, remember to go back to that every now and then. Because you might have played a few games that are already on there, but it's nice just to have a look at. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that game. Yeah. That's fun. And it, it, I, scrolling through it, I have not heard of 
several of them. Mm. I mean, well, um, I, I saw a run of games that I knew of. Yeah. But then suddenly there's a lot that I don't know. Um, yeah. Same. But it, it's kind of so it goes down to as far <coughs> as it goes down is over two years ago. So December 2017. Mm-hmm. So about 18 months ago. The first one is Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah. And there's a couple more games, and then things like Night in the Woods, All Well, mm. A Case of Distrust, you know, a few games that are kind of a little bit more known, and then a lot that aren't. Some, yeah. games, some games I've just never yeah. heard of. And then I get to the game that I'm probably going to play next, which is mm. Nog. Yeah. That's a really good game. That's free on yeah. the Epic Store. Currently. Exactly. Exactly mm. why I'm going to play it next, probably. It's very, 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 very good. I, I, it's, I played it's, it on it's PlayStation. In... Did you? Yeah. Mm. Oh. It's it's one of the things that kind of Solo has given me. It's given me that want of another puzzle game to, oh, to kind of go on to something one. else. So, yeah. So, I think Nog is going to be the next thing it's, that I... It's really good. Yeah. Really, 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 really. It's just so tactile and like just brings back childish wonder of like figuring out these puzzle boxes. It's nice. really good. Yeah. I'm gonna play it right now. Do it. Do it now. Well, not, not right now, obviously. <laughs> but in a very no, short space. Stop the recording. Go play done. that. Game. We're done. Fuck everything mm-hmm. else. Play. Yeah. Do it. Do it. So that does seem like a good place for us to finish this week. Unless you have anything else, any other games that you played recently, Cool. No, that'd only be from like <laughs> nothing new. Yeah, we've probably mm. talked about everything from those from previous decades, anyway, haven't we? Yeah, we've Is covered any... all the games. Yeah, exactly. No, no mm. new games apart from what was it? Uh, what was it going to talk about next week? Etherborn. What's that? Sorry. What was the game going to talk about? Next oh, week? Etherborn. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll talk about that when the deal's back. I'll force him to play it. When he looks sheepishly at the camera and <laughs> yeah, you just tell him that he should play this game. And yeah. <laughs> yes. Um So I mean there's no real not really any beers to talk about this week. I really enjoyed something something dark side from Heist and Emperor's Brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. a lovely, lovely eleven percent summer stout. Um just got nicer kind of as i drank it those flavors just flowed really well together it was super easy mm-hmm. it's gone down really quickly it's a, it's a lovely beer <laughs> not much more i can say about yes. it really and so that was that. exactly lucy <laughs> if people want to tell you about i don't know other articles that you should be reading <laughs> yeah. other ongoing yeah, articles about smaller games how do they do so i'm very much on a looking back kick maybe it's because i'm nostalgic because i'm getting older and the hand of <laughs> death is just on my shelf permanently <laughs> and nostalgia is the only thing that comforts me on Mate, these dark nights, he's on your but... shoulder he's just sat in my fucking lap That's, you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'll be looking back recently so yeah if you, you find any articles that are just like oh yeah remember old game from this at like oh hmm. remember bully remember how fun bully was let's talk about bully let's look back yeah send those over to me at juicy loose 9 twitter xbox playstation 
Steam, Instagram, and that's it really. Nice. All the medias. Everything possible. Mm. Uh, I am at Nova underscore 47 on everything that I'm on. We are at Tanks Up Cast on Twitter, on Instagram, and you. I think that's the only two places we are. <laughs> and which have been very, very ignored as of like stuff. Just been, I've just been far too busy at work. Summer's over. Nobody's doing anything interesting anymore. Exactly. Tweet exactly. about or Instagram about. Well, even during the summer, Snapchat, Slack. Snapchat, <laughs> mate. He go. Here's a picture yeah. of a beer. I don't know. Like, where are the boobs? Snapchat, well, it's a beer, mate. There's no <laughs> boobs. Um, <laughs> you can go to outoflives.net to read some of the articles our contributors are putting up or listen to other podcasts like the Glorious Movie Show. Shout out to Moody. We yeah, love we love you, Moody. Doing good um, work over there. Absolutely, every week. Mm. Every yeah, fucking week. He's a trooper. He is, he is. Um, I need also... some of the Moody juice. You should <laughs> bottle whatever he has and sell it to people. Well, um, absolutely, because also go to um, Out of Lives net i think it is now on twitter or the out of Life's facebook page because moody and scott are sharing tons and tons of stuff tons of interesting Ooh. articles posing questions get scott involved played doom scott streaming as well yes scott did mm. get to play doom mm. doom eternal lucky boy mm. and we are very very jealous mm. yeah mm. i've just been thinking about doom recently yeah <laughs> 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 not the game just want it just the theme. Oh, yeah, yes, the impending doom. doom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, winter is definitely here, isn't yeah. it? At least it's Dark stamp season time. again. Yeah. And we can drink as many as we fucking like. Nice. So, that's probably a good place to finish completely for us this week. So, for another week, we've been tanked up. Bye. Bye. You're doomed. All of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's where you just suddenly, every time you think about it, you just seem the Doom Slayer just in the background and then yeah. metal plays. Yeah, that, that Simpsons gift, that's so oh, good. Oh, you should watch that tonight. <laughs> the first age, in the first battle, when the shadows first lengthened, one stood. He chose the path of perpetual torment. In his ravenous hatred, he found no peace, and with boiling blood, he scoured the umbral plains, seeking vengeance against the Dark Lords who had wronged him. And those that tasted the bite of his sword named him the Doomslayer www.outoflives.net